How can we, as a family of churches, work toward breaking the bondage of sin in our communities? This is the 21st episode of the Mission Innovate podcast from the Baptist Convention of Iowa. This podcast is devoted to discovering how your church can take its next step to multiply disciples, churches, and mission to fulfill the Great Commission. As a convention, we have partnered with some great gospel-centered ministries through what we call the Breaking Bondage Initiative. Here to tell us more about this new initiative is BCI Executive Director Tim Labinus. The Breaking Bondage Initiative is one of the newest ways that we collectively spread the gospel while meeting needs across our state. Here's the discussion. So we've been discussing local missions and how churches can be um, actively involved in being a gospel presence through meeting tangible needs in their communities. And um, recently we've had a ministry expansion plan that had funds available to be put toward these kinds of ministries. So as part of our evangelism strategy for this year, we have partnered together with NEMB through a program called the Breaking Bondage Initiative. And through this program, there are five ministries that we have selected to receive a $10,000 donation because our unique calling to minister to those that have been um, marked in their lives by poverty, abuse, um, or neglect. So we hope to bring light and the gospel to those who are often overlooked by our culture. And the Breaking Bondage Initiative is one way that we are um, trying to do that. Tim, can you tell us a little bit of the history behind the Breaking Bondage Initiative? How did this um, rise to the surface, and why do we choose to kind of make this one of the elements that's part of our ministry expansion plan this year? Yes, I serve with a, a group of other denominational leaders in Iowa, and together we've banded together to try to determine what are some needs that are statewide that the church should lead out in addressing. And the Breaking Bondage Initiative is the idea that there's bondage from habits and generational sin and uh, the work of our enemy and beyond that has put people in bondage. And the church and its people need to come alongside these various population segments with thorough gospel-filled service and connection to help people to get out of bondage. And so we've picked uh, five areas that deal with what we think are some of the most vulnerable people. You know, we know from James, those who are uh, fatherless and uh, widows and, and other passages where it talks about the stranger, which today... Uh, is uh, immigrants and refugees. And we found uh, existing ministries, not that we would start, but that we would come alongside and help multiply across our state. So can you can you tell us a few of the ministries that we're, were selected for this ministry to receive these grants and why they were chosen? Yes, uh, we were looking for statewide ministries that had a a great history and focusing on a particular segment that the church uh, and its people could come alongside and have an impact. And so the first one, Wildwood Hills Ranch, we've had a partnership with uh, for quite a some time now, and they are south of Des Moines and have a, a big ranch, and they have a unique group that they're targeting. They go into schools and they say, who's in 
your detention center or who's not showing up to school right day. Those are our people. And we have a number of programs intense in the summer, but that go all year around and connect with churches uh, even outside of the summer in order to have long-term impact and influence on these students. And that has a, a wide reach. They come from all over the state. All over the state and beyond, even outside of the state. And one thing I wanted to mention is that in part because of BCI contributions and, and a whole bunch of other things and the blessing of God, they have multiplied and connected with one of our churches uh, in the Davenport area, and they now have another branch. And we would like to see that multiply again and again. And so when we think of what BCI does besides multiplying churches and disciples, we want to multiply mission. And our investment in the Wildwood Hills Ranch, along with many others, and great staff that are there, it's not just about us, but we were part of an initiative to help that ministry to multiply in another needy area in our state. That's great. What about the next one? What about Together for Good? Yeah, Together for Good is a ministry that is especially interested in helping vulnerable families before they get to the point where DHS and the foster care system need to be involved. We all know from from data and surveys that once a child is in foster care, they're more vulnerable to a lot of other problems. And we need to do whatever we can to help uh, children to stay out of the foster care system. Not that there aren't great foster parents and, and a lot of good that comes from it, but I think we'd all agree if keeping families intact is uh, a high priority. And Together for Good is an organization established and running in Minnesota that we discovered that we partnered with to open a branch in Iowa. And so last year in August, they hired their first staff person and September their second staff person. And they're already involved in training families in churches uh, to be short-term respite care and coaches and mentors and friends to families that are in need before DHS has to step in. So that's a, a really helpful ministry. Yeah. What about The Well? What is that ministry? The Well is a Pella-based ministry that already has multiplied into two other cities, uh, Knoxville and Fairfield. And uh, we would like them to even go bigger and faster. What they do is they take uh those who are in need and are having a hard time getting and keeping a job and giving them some skills and work history and mentorship and coaching so that at the end of the process, these individuals are able to get a good job. Uh, and whether it's from addiction or from incarceration or uh, a host of other uh, uh, issues, uh, these individuals are not able to easily get a good job. And the well helps them to get started. It provides Christian community, gospel proclamation, and discipleship while helping people to have some good work history. So they even have their own companies that they start that are, uh, and they hire people who maybe couldn't get hired on the market, but they hire them and help them and give them a good work history. I met with the leadership of the well recently, and we're wondering about maybe starting another branch in Boone. And I'm planning on going down there in a few weeks uh, to, 
meet with the director and uh, dream together about how we can help them to multiply across our state. Oh, that's great. Uh, so tell us about this next one. The next ministry is uh, Joshua Christian Academy. What does Joshua Christian Academy do? Well, Joshua Christian Academy started a dozen years ago or so in Des Moines with one branch. And they have a unique Christian school model in that they recruit and invite anyone to come regardless of their ability to pay. And so some families may find that their full tuition budget for the year is $50 and other families a lot more. And it's based on a a family's ability to pay. And so they work hard in the most urban or inner city areas uh, currently of Des Moines and they have hundreds of students. And then as time went on, they had an opportunity to expand to the Drake area. And so they started another school. And as time went on, they had opportunity to expand. And they're also in South Des Moines. And I met with the director today and we talked about the possibility of BCI and others uh, helping them to look at other uh, urban needy areas of our state where children mm. could uh, benefit from a good Christian school environment. I went to chapel today at the Joshua Christian Academy, and it was so great to see the students praying together, singing together, uh, reciting Bible verses together, learning the books of the Bible. And uh, it was a wonderful environment uh, for those children. And And I, I was really glad to see what the Joshua Christian Academy could do. And I'm looking forward to helping them to consider expanding to other cities. Yeah, that's very cool. I'm sure that'll be a need in a lot of different cities in Iowa. Um, And the fifth one that we have is the Church Ambassador Network. Tell us about that. Yeah, that's really an oversight group that uh, we've worked with that is behind many of these initiatives. And so when I started saying that uh, a group of us denominational leaders uh, get together from time to time to find ways that we can help across our state. Uh, a lot of the way we're connected is through this organization in Des Moines called the Church Ambassador Network. And so uh, I'm uh, one of the board members there and uh, give some volunteer time to help the Church Ambassador Network. And what it does is it, it allows a greater connection, not just with those who are part of the Baptist Convention of Iowa, but all of the um, strong evangelical churches across our state are connected uh, through this and can work together. So I think it's a good investment for us to connect with them, and I think it'll help us to multiply these other ministries even more effectively. So um, I think the Church Ambassador Network also has a part of their ministry that is, uh, it's really going into the Iowa state capitol and really interacting with the Iowa legislators. Tell tell me a little bit about that program, because I think that's something that um, our evangelical pastors, including our BCI pastors, would be able to participate with, correct? Yeah, that's been going for years now, and they've literally had thousands of meetings between pastors and legislators at the legislative session. They are trying to make sure they have pastors at the Capitol every day the legislative session is open. And there have been some great stories that have come out of that where pastors meet their legislator and ask them how they're doing and know that that they're being prayed for. And uh, just having a presence that I'm 
told, uh, really has changed a bit the atmosphere around the capital of having so many people there just uh, encouraging and loving and serving their own legislator. And I think that's just an amazing opportunity. I mean, when we think about local missions as being an opportunity to have influence in our cities, and this is a way that our pastors could be able to have an influence on some of the most influential government officials in our state. So I think that's just a, a huge opportunity. So looking at this list of these five ministries, uh, which I'll, I'll list them off again here, Wildwood Hills Ranch, Together for Good Iowa, The Well, the Joshua Christian Academy, and the Church Ambassador Network. In what way do these uh, ministries help uh, provide a gospel presence and promote evangelism through their ministries? Yeah, very good. Uh, these were all carefully selected uh, in that they are explicitly Christian. Uh, they require their board members to be uh, explicitly Christian. They all have to have a uh, goal of evangelism and a desire to work with local churches. Now, we all know there are some other good organizations that may or may not have strict values about their board or that they may work independently of churches or they may do good work without such an explicit evangelism focus. But in our case, we wanted all of those things as requirements for uh, what we're looking for. Uh, and so their staff and volunteers and mission statement is all to proclaim the gospel, to provide a comprehensive help to those who are in need, not just taking care of a physical need, but a more comprehensive uh, spiritual and social emotional uh, needs as well, that we all know that really the church and Christian community can only fully uh, help take care of. So each of these carefully and actively promotes evangelism. And I think that's so important because if it's local missions, then it really should be in, you know, inherently tied to fulfilling the mission of Jesus Christ, the great commission that he has given to us. So what are the, some of the practical ways that our churches can participate with some of these ministries? You mentioned pastors could uh, participate with the church ambassador network. How can they find out more and participate with what's going on in these different ministries? Yeah, very good. The church ambassador network, we, we actually have enough uh, attention from just our BCI churches. We have a days, uh, two or three days each legislative session just for our pastors. So uh, pastors can contact me or the church ambassador network and get more information on, on which days those are. Uh, in addition, uh, for example, Wildwood Hills Ranch has a lot of activity in the summer and they have different tours and different ways of churches to, to get involved, to discover what's going on or to volunteer to help what's going on. Uh, so contacting Matt, who's the director at Wildwood Hills, he could help you get placed. Together for Good is actually not a organization where they ask you to come to their headquarters, but the headquarters is actually your own church and uh, homes of your church members. So they come to your church and do training that helps uh, families to uh, have what they need in order to receive uh, children for a weekend or a week or whatever the time frame is of a family who's really vulnerable uh, at a at a time and and so to sign up with uh, Ashley at Together for Good, uh, she can help your church to get uh, the training they need and get in the system where uh, 
families in your area then would have access to your families uh, and your church in order to get the help they need. The well is uh, uh, less volunteer-focused, although they have some opportunities. Uh, One way to uh, be involved with the well is to ask them to say, hey, can you come to our community and create uh, a well branch in our community? to provide employment. Uh, They sometimes do uh, thrift store work uh, in order to help fund some of the ministry. And so that could be a way to connect with the well is to invite them to your community. And then, of course, all of these are um, nonprofit organizations that require a lot of funding. For example, the Joshua Christian Academy is a model where uh, anyone can come, and around 75% of the expenses come from outside of tuition. So they raise the, that, that extra funding so that the tuition can be very low for some of these families. And so all of these would, I think, welcome uh, financial mm-hmm. contributions. All of them would welcome uh, uh, prayer, and some would allow for volunteers, and then others would have different other levels of partnership. Yeah, and it's great that our our churches, through their cooperative giving program, they have also um, contributed in, in, a, in a degree to the grants that were provided because of these funds that we have given, the $10,000 grants were given uh, through the um, extra reserve cash, as far as I understand it, which was from the generous con- contributions of our churches in past years. So this program is is funded through a partnership with uh, NAMB. Tell us a little bit about that, that process. Yes, in the past, what the North American Mission Board would do is they would say, we, we offered some grants for either existing churches or new churches. And that, that was all the direction they would give. And what happened uh, two years ago is they said, why don't you just design what fits best for your state and we will try to fund it. And so uh, here in the BCI, we really saw the value of this breaking bondage initiative. And so we requested NAM to provide these funds for these five organizations. And to our surprise, they funded it all. And they funded actually every other request that we asked for them. And so we went from two categories to seven or eight different categories of giving. And NAM uh, literally doubled the amount of funds that they uh, offered for our evangelism efforts. And they said, uh, this isn't just for one year. We commit to five years in a row of this higher level of funding for the ministries that you at the Baptist Convention of Iowa have designed in order to reach your people uh, for Christ in your state. Hopefully you are encouraged to learn about each of these ministries. As a practical next step, write down one or two of these ministries that you want to learn more about and find ways that your church can partner with them. If you have questions about any of these ministries mentioned, just email us at office at bciowa.org for more information, and we'd love to get you connected.